Hi and hello and welcome to the latest Somerset Skypoint podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Fogler, joined as always by special super host, greatest man alive, Mr. Fawcett. How are you doing today? Happy to be here. Uh, should we say that we changed the location of this podcast to make it more welcoming it's no to longer, myself? I mean, it's no longer 101 Studios. When we get our actual video, maybe we have to have it in here. I like the – your classroom is definitely welcoming. You have a lot of universities up there. Um, UNLV somewhere? Uh, it's somewhere. I'm just glad I don't have to look at like, you know, you doing push-ups. That, All the pictures this, in there? No, there's like a, there's like a ceramics thing that someone built of you doing like a push-up. I built your... that myself. Oh, okay. That's so why. actually in the art room while they were doing the lesson, I was like, I think I could build this thing. And so then I started putting it together and I was like, yeah, this is it forever. So it's a, it's a little figure there. So special shout out to Miss Miles because it happened in uh, Miles' classroom. But anyways... We brought another guest. This is your uh, connection, so I'll let you go ahead and introduce our guest. Sure. So uh, we have Carly Martell here. She's a seventh grader, a uh, good student, but she also plays on the middle school soccer team, which I coach, and we just had a big game last weekend. Um, I'll let Carly tell you about it because I don't want to spoil anything, but Carly, go ahead. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, tell us about the game. Tell us about the team, whatever you want to talk about. Okay. Um, well, I love playing soccer, and on the game, we won three – to two I got a hat trick and the best part about the game was when I got a goal by scoring a corner by curving it into the goal oh so you're a legit player (laughs) yeah yeah so we were up to nothing um at halftime and then we gave up two goals and I was like oh no are we gonna tie or give up another one but then uh Carly scored with probably five minutes left and uh it was pretty pretty exciting good game to watch good game to coach so you won 3-2, and just for people listening at home, a hat trick is? Uh, three goals. So you scored all three of the team's goals, yep. and you guys won. So how, how was the season going? Um, well, our first game we, we lost 3-0, but we won our next our second game 3-2. So that's pretty good. Yeah, who did we beat? Uh, Sky Canyon, the Cardinals. That's right. Ooh, Another Somerset rival. school. Uh so I guess we're the top Somerset schools, what I'm hearing. Is that, that's, that's what it sounds like. Do you play any more of the Somerset schools? Uh, we do. I, for now, we're the top Somerset school out of just Sky Canyon and us. But we play uh, Lone Mountain on Saturday. So mm-hmm. I guess whoever wins that can take the title of best Somerset school. And then do you guys have a playoff in middle school soccer? Yeah, so there's like 24 teams in the league and the top eight make playoffs. So you, you have to win the majority of your games to make it. So do we think we are making the playoffs, or is that a... It's hard to tell right now. We've got five more games, so we're probably going to have to win three or four out of the next five Mm -hmm. to give ourselves a chance. Are we going to do that? I bet we can if we just work hard and improve. That's what I like to hear. I like that, too. All right, and so uh, tell us about your experience at Somerset. How long have you been here? Let's One more thing about soccer. Uh, Carly's the captain of the soccer team as well, so I thought it was good. Not only did she have a hat trick, but she's also... Um, a really good leader on the team and making sure the girls are sticking to what they're supposed to be doing during practice and games and all that good stuff. So this is a middle school and you're only a seventh grader? Mm-hmm. So you'll be going back next year? Uh, yeah. Yeah? I've been here since kindergarten and I'm staying here for the rest of 12th grade. And really? So you're going to graduate from Somerset? I love that. And are you going to try to get into the dual credit? 
Do you know anything about our dual credit program? No. This no, is not, not going to become another dual credit pod. I don't know how much <laughs> admin's paying you to keep talking about dual credit, but every podcast is now spiraling into dual credit. A great well, program, but if Miss Wagner was here, it would be it would be uh, definitely going that way because she's in charge of the dual credit. So um, it's just a way you can get college credit while you're here. So it's mm-hmm. like you get dual credit and then you don't have to wear the uniform. So the kids in high school that you're walking around that have that, um, I don't even know what that's called, over their neck they wear, lanyard. it's like a lanyard. Yeah, lanyard, that's what I was looking for. The lanyards over their neck, those are the students, they don't have to be in dress, well, they have to be in dress code for like regular things, but they don't have to wear in the uniform. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a benefit there. Yeah. So do you love it here? Uh, yeah, it's a pretty good school. I have some good friends and it's, good thing. And all your friends are going to transition from middle school to high school together? Uh, no, all my, most of my friends are leaving me. Are they really? Yeah. And what, what high school do they want to go to? Shadow or like Arbor. All right. Maybe we can convince them to stay here. We get all the best. (laughs) Well, if we get all the best students here, we make it like the greatest experience for everybody that's involved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think would keep more students here? Like, is there something that you feel like students would want that we don't maybe provide that would encourage more students to stay here rather than go to a district school? Um, I don't really know. <laughs> Maybe just like the uniforms, cause that's something like most kids don't really like. But like, I don't know, just like more like spirit weeks, that'd be fun. No, well, with the spirit weeks, um, and just so you know, from like the point of view of the adults that are here mm-hmm. is, we want to have more spirit weeks, but a lot of it is up to the kids that we're not having to dress code 50 or 60 kids every time we do mm-hmm. one of those events, because sometimes students are really good about it. And then sometimes think that like we have a spirit week and we are wearing a certain attire and they think they can wear whatever, not the actual attire that we give. So there's kind of two parts to that. Um, as far as yeah. the the dress code and like the uniforms and stuff, that's just part of our a charter. So it also helps us identify. But not to do any more plugs for dual credit, but if you are a dual credit student, you do not have to wear the uniform. So that is another plug because you'll be a college student to, to go out. And then I won't talk about dual credit for the rest of this episode. <laughs> to except be fair, I do have one more. I guess I will throw in the, you know, extra incentive to do dual credit. You can do it ninth grade. Is it going to be ninth grade coming up? I, eventually, that's the goal, is that we make it ninth grade. Right now, um, to my knowledge, and Ms. Wagner, um, eventually we're going to put together a podcast for middle school students to get them ready because you do have to have certain amount of GPA and grades set up so that you can take it in there. But the goal is – our uh, the goal that I think we have is to make more and more and more students in the dual credit because yeah. that will lead to our conservatory as yeah, well. Yeah, and you really only, to be in dual credit, you only have to take one dual credit class. You don't have to take six college courses to be in the program. So for three out of, at least three out of your four high school years, you can be out of uniform as long as you're taking just one college class at yeah. the minimum. because everybody has a different threshold for how many college classes they want. Some kids want to graduate with an actual associate's degree. Some kids just want that experience of, hey, I took a college class and you know everybody works at their own pace if you have a job or if you are an athlete like you're gonna play soccer like you'll be our star high school soccer player that'd be fun <laughs> that would be fun right yes all right so so tell me about some of your classes that you enjoy at, at Somerset um I really like art and um PE with like coach Olsen is fun like the soccer the soccer playing soccer on the field is the best at- I just in- enjoy soccer soccer have you played soccer since you were a little kid yeah okay so you you have just always been good at it or you've just always enjoyed playing it or always enjoyed playing it 
I've been like more like practicing on improving my skills so I could be a better player. But yeah. And what position do you play? Uh, well, on my league team, I usually play defense because like my uh, league team, my aunt is the coach and the defense isn't the best, so I usually play defense. But for school soccer, I play center midfield or, well, yeah, or like defense if I need to help out. I don't think I've ever put you back at defense. <laughs> I may have told you, like, if you're playing midfield, you have well, to think more defensively. But yeah. Carly has a knack for finding the goal. So a player like that, I feel like she's most beneficial um, in an attacking role. And she's done quite well. So, I mean, obviously, three goals in our last game. Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. So as far as, like, your experience, like, with your, your classes, just specifically, like, with content area, do you gravitate towards the subject like a core class like math, science, reading, English, yeah. social studies. I'm pretty good at science. Science? Yeah. So have you enjoyed science this year? Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite thing in science that we did was, like, the volcano um, lab. That was, like, really fun because, like, we got to, like, squirt, like, lava. And, like, it went up to the ceiling. It was really funny. But it was just fun experience to see how volcanoes like form and stuff have you noticed that most of your favorite activities that you're doing are projects uh yeah it's a it's a connection project-based learning i I, i'm an advocate of that if you listen to if you do end up listening to these podcasts and you go back project-based learning is like what my passion is so I, I absolutely love that. Projects like that, any kind of projects like that that get the students engaged where they can see something going on in the classroom and they get to experience it, I think just makes the inv- learning environment so much better. Mm-hmm. So, so what are some of the fun things you do outside of school? Do you do anything? Soccer. Is it just soccer's life? Um, yeah, basically. Um, yeah, that's basically what I do, just soccer. I practice like usually every Saturday and stuff for fun do you Watch. play video games no you don't play video games i don't unless like my brother asked me but usually i don't unless like another friend asks because like they're bored but that's not a bad thing it's not at all i'm super <laughs> impressed it's just most of the time when i talk to middle school students it's like what do they do when they get home they're like i play video games i'm like how much homework do you have and like i don't have any homework so no my, my parents would be like you've got to be outside for at least two hours you've got to read at least 30 minutes of a book like you've got to practice the piano for 30 minutes and then you can play video games so like if we got all if we got all the way through all that other stuff then it's like okay we could sit down and play xbox but um i think that was really good because then it forced us to do all the other stuff first yeah my so for me for my my dad would not allow me to have any like soda or anything unhealthy unless i would do a certain amount of push-ups and sit fitness things and then what it would do is i would just eventually do those and i wouldn't want soda anymore i'd want water because right. i was i was tired and i was like i need a drink and then he's like doesn't that water taste really good and i'm like yes and he's like so it was like a psychological thing which I appreciate now as a kid i hated it because i was like no i don't want to do push-ups to eat this like i want to i want to go and eat this i don't have to run around in a circle for uh 20 minutes to have something i just want to go and enjoy it so what you're saying is when you came down to the dinner table it was mr fogler i need 80 burpees and 40 push-ups and then we'll give you some food well only if it was unhealthy <laughs> right like my mom would cook like these meals that tasted terrible and she hey, would... hey shout out to mr fogler's mom by the way my goodness can you <laughs> Show some respect to I love my mom. I'm just saying she she knows it for a fact. So my mom and dad were my dad was a bodybuilder. My mom um, did fitness for like 30 years. And so like our house didn't have any sugar in it. We didn't have anything that tasted good as a kid. Now as an adult, I do the same thing. So I appreciate it. But as a kid, 
I think about it. I had Kool-Aid that was sugar-free, and I went to my friend's house, and it was the first time I've ever had sugar. I've never had anything like that in my life, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And I went home, and I was like, why don't we have anything good like in our fridge? And my mom said, because you guys would just eat it all. And I thought, yeah, I mean, that's the point of food. But I, her, her meals were probably like stuff that you love now, like chicken, yes. rice, steak, like yes. all that stuff. One hundred percent the stuff that she makes now because we wouldn't have fast food. We wouldn't have any of right. those things. And uh, so, like, yeah, the things that I appreciate now. But I'm saying as a kid, you don't really appreciate the nutrition. Like that's why kids right. usually go to college, eat whatever, and then they get unhealthy. And then they realize that's why your parents are designed to make you such meals. But as a kid, you never really appreciate those things. My dad, he, like, smokes meat a lot, and, like, his meals are really good. So I, I really appreciate it. He doesn't say I do, but I do. So you mentioned your brother. Does your brother go to this school? Uh, Yeah, m- all my siblings go to this school. So, so tell us about your siblings. How many? So, um, Well, I have three other siblings. My brother, Ocean, he's a senior. My sister, she's a sophomore, and my little brother is a fifth grader, so... Oh, so you have the whole f- trend everybody's going to go to the summer set? Do, yeah. Does your older brother like the school? Does he like the high school? I honestly don't know. He doesn't really talk to me, but he has a- <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like my brother. I, I, I understand this. Yeah, he, um, I think he likes it. He has a lot of friends, and he hangs out with them a lot. So. Does he plan on going to college right uh, away? Does he have any plans? Well, I'm pretty sure he wants to, like, go on a mission. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it's, like, religious kind of. Take yeah. a couple years before yeah. you go off to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think, so he wants to be a firefighter and a welder, so. Oh, yeah. welding. I was just talking to somebody else. So we're trying to make a, a, a dip bar machine in our weight room. Mm-hmm. And so we have somebody here who welds, and they're going to just put it together because we bought one, and it's, like, it was, like, $200, but it weighs, like, five pounds, and it's going to break. You've been on it. Yeah. Mr. Fawcett knows. That cost $200? Something like that, I thought I it cost, like, $18.99. It feels like it cost $18.99, but no. <laughs> <laughs> you said we I were hope, getting, like, five of them. I was like, oh, they up. must be, like, 20 bucks. So, Mr. Espin, when well, we were talking about getting more of them, Mr. Espin was like, what if we had somebody here, Mr. Francisco, if you guys are listening, he's going to be the one to actually put it together that weld it. He's right. like, what if we just had him weld it? And I said, that would be better because – the more we buy of these, the more we're going to have to continue to buy because they're just – they're cheap by design. But I know those – I think it's amazing for what it what it is, but we definitely – for the weight room, we want to add more specific equipment because in, if we get the dip machine that we can go outside with, then you can, you can get more because we have such a small amount of space. I mean that's our issue at the school you've experienced is our school is just so small. We don't have enough facilities to do everything we want to do. So art, art, who's your art teacher? Uh, Miss Miles. Oh, so we already put a shout out for Miss Miles. Mm-hmm. So what has been your favorite art project you've done this year? Oh, um, probably like like painting canvases or like sketchbook drawings. I've had a lot of fun with like sketching and like just coloring with the like alcohol markers. Those are really fun. So when you when you go into Miss uh, Miles' class, like right on that the outside when you're gonna leave, there's like a really cool artist picture. That's up there. Oh, you, yes. Have you seen that? Uh-huh. It's really awesome. That That's my artwork. <laughs> yes, I saw it. You saw it? Mm-hmm. It's, she hasn't taken it down yet? She hasn't. I don't so, think so. So I went in there with a – it was a high school senior, and they were talking about artwork, and I was like, oh, man, like I, I like sketched in college. And 
that was a lie, but she believed it. So I went and I took it like I was really sketching and like looking at there. I took like 10 minutes just writing, writing, writing. And then eventually I showed her and it was just a stick figure. <laughs> oh, that's the picture we're talking about yeah. on the wall? Yeah. And you said it was really good? Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, it's amazing quality. So she kept it up there. I was wondering because I assumed after I put it up, she was just going to rip it off the wall and say that this is terrible. But yeah. She's too scared. I mean, you're the dean. No. <laughs> <laughs> like I would get mad if somebody like ripped it down. It's not the best artwork there. So a after you get finished with school, have you have any plans on like what university you would like to go to? Have you thought about that or your next step? So go ahead, tell us about I your future plans. I think I want to go to BYU. Yeah, um, like the original one in Utah, Provo. I'm pretty Provo? Right. Yeah, because they have uh, a soccer team. I was going to go to like BYUI, um, but like it doesn't have a soccer team. So I want to go to like BYU in Provo before do you know what you want to study when you get to college do you have any ideas of yet or anything which you don't have to no. you're young you have tons of time to decide on what you want to do and you could always change your mind have you thought about careers at all of what you would like to do from that aside not yet not really so you want to play soccer though as long as you can play, possibly play soccer which is awesome because you have a passion and you just take that wherever it goes from that point. And it's awesome that you have plans, especially going to universities, because I think that's an absolutely like an amazing future goal to have. I mean, you work hard enough, you get paid, paid to go to school to play soccer. Best of both worlds. Yeah, if you get a scholarship, yeah. that would be absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. And right now they just started, you know, they started the NIL. You, know, you can now uh, market yourself as a college athlete. Oh, nice. Like, you know, the big thing where college athletes couldn't be paid. Like yeah. Now they can. See, like, I have mixed feelings about that whole thing. I mean, with that, we, we're about that time where we can have some hard-hitting questions. That's sure. literally a great hard-hitting question about that is, like, the, the thing about should athletes get paid to play sports? A college athlete. I think so. Because, like, if they, like, don't want to get a job, maybe they could just, like, play sports that they um, are very passionate about and get money for that. I yeah. mean, like, you couldn't even, like, there was, I'm just thinking about this one, like, good football kick place kicker, um, and he started a YouTube channel, like, five, six, seven years ago, and he, they made him decide, okay, you can either be on the team and delete the YouTube channel, or you can, like, quit the team and you can keep your YouTube channel, because they couldn't, like, make revenue off mm -hmm. of other stuff, and he ended up quitting the team, and now his YouTube channel has, like, millions of views, and he's still kicking, um, but now he could have done both. Yeah, that it's but like so, I don't know. I, I love college football and I love college basketball and I just I feel like with the it just it's such a recruiting thing. I mean, I'm sure they've always gotten paid, but it, it's just it's it's kind of crazy. It all stems from a video game that they were selling their likeness of, and then it stemmed from there. And then this conversation that's been ongoing. It's just I don't know. I I used to really value like the amateur aspect of this but do you not think that in college football that eventually these big schools just become the most dominant forces because they can just pay athletes whatever they want yeah i don't know if like the deal allows the schools to give them more money well i know it allows them to like get sponsors yeah. i know it allows them to use their name on video mm -hmm. games or whatnot um, i don't know if like the school can just say like if alabama can be like hey we're going to give you 500k instead of like your normal hundred thousand dollar scholarship i don't know if they're allowed to do that yet um but they can be part of the like they're they get the kids to get the help them with the deals i'm assuming because alabama has 21 of their kids that sign those deals probably so I, I, I like the amateur aspect too i think it's i think it's nice but at the same time like these guys are the best athletes in the world like i know they're just collegians but like 
they're insanely talented. And to me, it's like if you're that good and could make money from it, I kind of think you should be able to just from and, like and, a capitalism and, point and of you view. you think about the amount of money the university's getting, like right. why is this not going yeah. into – like they shouldn't be going into the – like – other people's hands. I agree with that. I just wonder if there would be something better they could create. But I, I know it's a it's a wild debate, which I don't know how interested you are you are in that yet. But maybe when you get older and you're on that soccer team and you're gonna sign off on that, would you want to have like your likeness in a video game one day, like a soccer video game? Um, like I don't really play video games. So You've I, never played FIFA? How could you say well, no to this? I, though? I played FIFA, but like. What if you that, were in that, FIFA? That, yeah, that would. Be you, what if you, you were would... the cover athlete and you're like just you're about to score or something? You know what I mean? Like. I yeah, bet you'd play would... FIFA a lot more if you were in the video game, right? Yeah. 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 Like if your picture was on the video game, would that not be amazing? That would be amazing. You'd walk, you'd walk over to someone's house. They'd be playing FIFA, but they'd be playing like Carly Martell number thirteen. You know, on so and so. So if you and and just to finish the podcast because like um, we're gonna run out of time is if if you could give advice to the younger kids that were listening to this or people listening at home like about life in general for you being successful because you have accelerated classes you're an awesome athlete I'm your grades like would you give some kids advice listening at home what would you say to them um, I don't know maybe just like just. Try your best. Just don't give up. And I don't know. What do you think? Because you were actually a captain last year as a sixth grader, right? So you you showed enough leadership as a sixth grader to even, um, like, gain the attention, gain the uh, respect, the trust of the seventh and eighth graders, right? So how do you think you've been able to do that? Why do you think you've been successful as a leader? Or what are some of the things like maybe other people could do to be leaders based on your experience? Hmm. Maybe just always trying to like improve. Yeah, set the example, right? Like yeah. you're, you're, always, you're someone who I never have to say like hustle harder for me, right? You're never walking to a ball. You're never like giving me sub 100% effort. And I think that's 80% of what a leader is. Then there's like the 20% communication part. But yeah, I think work ethic's a big, a big thing for sure. It's saying you were the captain in sixth grade. That's in that. It's just crazy to me because when I was in sixth grade, in middle school as a basketball player, I didn't talk. Yeah. I just sat there. I didn't speak. I didn't. I, I hardly got in the games. I just remember. So like, you were a captain of the team as a sixth grader. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> and you're humble, too. So you don't like, do you get nervous when people are, are talking about how amazing you are? Um, well, yeah, I guess. I'm like, well, I think I'm a good player, but I'm not like the best. I just want to like improve and keep improving. So, yeah. Which is absolutely amazing. So again, um, we, we're just going to finish the podcast because I want to give people a reminder because now the date for the math comp, like we have the date confirmed. So you want to talk about that and just give a final plug? Because I know some kids are bringing their projects. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited. This has turned out better than I thought it was. Like projects are, we're just in the finishing stages. So they're going to be done by Monday. And then uh, we're going to choose like the top eight or nine to set up in the student center. Uh, but the night is going to be April 28th. It's going to start at 530. Uh, it's free to get in. We'll have 
uh, play money for you to go around and play these games with. Uh, we'll see who has the most, ends up with the most money at the end. We'll give out some prizes. Uh, there'll be food for you guys to eat there. Um, so yeah, come on out April 28th. Uh, I think you guys will be impressed with what these students have created. At least I am. I, I, well, I, the, I think the thing that I'm most impressed by are when I'm talking to the kids and they're explaining to me why the probability is in their favor for them rather than because that goes back to where I think of is like I've always thought about the gambling experience like 50 50. But that wouldn't make any sense in a casino because the casinos have to make more money. So the kids had to create these things. So have you have you familiar with what they're doing in the class? No, I'm no. So you got to start listening to this podcast because we talk about it almost every single week, but they're making probability games that you play. And so like for me, I thought of one where I said, you know, I have an object in one of these hands, pick which hand it's in, but that's a 50-50. Or flipping a coin, that's a 50-50. They have to create games where the odds are in the favor of the house winning, mm-hmm. which I, I can't even, I was just thinking in my head, I was like, how could you do this? And then I'm listening to the students. There was one student that has a board that was brought in today. He walked past me and he was so excited. And that's what I said, Mr. Fawcett is like, why it's so amazing is because the kids get so excited about the projects, whether it's volcanoes, whether it would be the project-based teaching that I like, or whether it's this, um, we're calling it math night. Um, or whatever, sure, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Whatever we're okay. calling it, uh, I just make sure Mr. Escalade <laughs> probably listen to this episode. Whatever we're calling that night, um, again, like the uh, just the, the way the students get so engaged by this, and they're so proud of the stuff they create, and that energy, I feed off that energy because it gets me excited because they're passionate, it makes me passionate, makes you passionate, and you seem like an awesome student. You really do. I'm so happy that you came on our podcast. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll see you guys next week.